Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our hour of power. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. And I am your only host today, Cynthia Bryan. Heather Brittany is actually in Thanksgiving traffic, and it just wouldn't be so great to be doing it by cell phone. But I will have a great show for you today. This really is a show about gratitude and gratefulness, and we're extremely thankful for the number of years that we have been here at Voice America, and we want to just give a shout-out of gratitude to our Voice America team, our crew, especially my engineer, Matt, who's been with me for so long that we, we actually know how to dance with this. We can just do we, we can do our show so easily because because uh, we get each other. He also is an engineer most of the time for our kids show on Express Yourself. And we congratulate them because they have just reached five years, 242 shows. I don't even want to count how many I've been on since it's, we've been going every week since 1998. So it's a lot of years that we've been doing this. But thank you. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. The Miracle Moment today It's Giving Week. It just started today, and Giving Assistant is going to be doubling all donations when you shop any of your favorite brands from today until uh, November 29th. So any brand that you like, I think there's something like 2,000 brands, whether it's Home Depot or Macy's or Nasty Gal or Etsy and, you know, thousands more. So you can start shopping today and giving if you go to givingassistant.org and you type in Be The Star You Are. But the best way is just to go to our website, be the star you are.org. You'll see a pop-up. We're going to leave that pop-up for the week. And just click on it and you can start shopping. And uh, you'll get discounts and Be The Star You Are will get double whatever percentage that store is giving this week. This is from uh, Henry Ward Beecher. Gratitude is the fairest blossom which springs from the soul. Well, you're probably wondering what our show is going to be about today. And of course, as I said, it's our gratitude show. So we're going to be talking about having less stress, more gratitude for Thanksgiving. We're going to go have uh, how to learn how to grow gratitude in your garden. And we have a very special treat for you. We have a special author coming on today, and her name is Leanne Martini. Mancini, I'm so sorry, I, I have a friend named Martini. Mancini, and 
She has written several absolutely stunning books for children. What a Bragger, I'm Not Afraid, A Servant Like Jesus, God's Gift, Fast Freddy. And she is going to come on the show to tell us more about how her journey to writing books and how these books are uh, winning awards. She just won another award this past week. So I'm very excited to have her on the show. So that's in segment two coming right up. But right now, let's talk about the holiday, about Thanksgiving. Everyone has their favorite holiday. I mean, some love, you know, the sparkle of July 4th and that magical spirit of Hanukkah and Christmas. Some are crazy about, you know, the spooky antics of Halloween, like Heather. But for me, I think Thanksgiving is possibly one of the best holidays of all because What it boils down to is the simplest yet the most meaningful of pleasures, and that is being together with family and with friends, eating good food, and really spending time in gratitude, really spending time thinking about what it is that we have to be grateful for. So often, we tend to you know, gripe and complain about what we don't have instead of looking at all the beautiful gifts that have been stowed upon us. And so when I say that, just think about even the small little gifts, things like, you know, a roof over your head, a pillow to sleep on, um, food in your belly, a car to drive, or even just having friends that, uh, that love you and family that love you. So, you know, I like Thanksgiving because it's still a little bit less commercial. It seems to be getting a little more, but it's less. There's not a lot of decorations. There, You don't give presents. You know, you don't have these big raucous parties. It really is about simplicity and just being together with those that we love, uh, perhaps preparing the meal together, which to me is always the most fun, joining around the table and just reflecting on our gratitude. So, You know, thinking about this, you can turn your home into a wonderful, wonderful place to celebrate Thanksgiving. And here are just some ways to enhance your day and avoid the stress that can come with tomorrow. Of course, the first thing I always think about is be prepared. Get your shopping done ahead of time. And that would be like, get it done today. Don't plan on tomorrow. (laughs) And then you won't be stressing. Make as many food items as you can beforehand and make it simple you know you don't really have to go get every crazy recipe I was reading I think it was what's his name Bourdain who was saying you know the craziest thing that people can do on Thanksgiving is to try to be extravagant or try to like think outside the box just do the normal things do do the traditions what people look for then plan for seating instead of scrambling to pull everything together to outfit your table You know, um, sometimes if you're having a big Thanksgiving, I know I have some in-laws that have as many as 40 people or 50 people, uh, and my family's that big too, you know, you might want to rent some chairs so that everybody has enough room or rent a table, you know, that people will feel good about lingering. Set up stations in different parts of your house so that not everybody is just cloistered in the kitchen. Maybe, you know, have some sides or your wine or your cider or your appetizers or a special drink that you make, um, you know, maybe some champagne with cranberry juice, something and just set them in different places. Because with all of the of the dressing and the sweet potatoes and the mashed potatoes and the turkey, everything just kind of gets overwhelming. So 
if you're having a lot of people, set up a buffet. It makes it just so much easier. And then people can take what they want and they won't be wasting things. And then really emphasize the thankful part. You know, do go around the table and ask people what they're thankful for. As the host of the party, stand up and tell people what you think of each of them. You might even want to create a place card, if that isn't too much work for you. You can do it on your computer, with a brief note to say how thankful you are for a certain person. And then, you know, instead of just switching to the game as soon as the your dinner is over, invite some interaction beyond the table, you know, and maybe um, play a game together. Or, again, go for a walk. Go out into your backyard. You know, maybe take a, a, play some badminton if it's not raining or if it's not snowing. Or just go around the neighborhood. Or just sit outside and enjoy nature and be grateful for nature. And then if you the cleanup, you know, cleanup is always hard. Um, I always think that it's better to just put everything there and do the cleanup later as opposed to trying to clean up as um, when your guests are there because then you spend less time with them. So I'm a kind of cook that I cook, I clean as I cook. And that really helps me a lot because what that means is that pretty much until the dishes, until the uh, table is cleared, the, the kitchen is cleaned. So if you clean as you go, you're going to be really fine. Now, some other things um, I want to talk about is the Thanksgiving turkey. This year, there will be 51 million turkeys eaten in the United States. That's according to research. Now, unfortunately, some people are going to get sick from undercooked turkeys. Now, the government doesn't collect statistics on how many foodborne illnesses occur on Thanksgiving, but the Center for Disease Control estimates that foodborne diseases each year cause roughly one in six Americans or 48 million people to get sick. 128,000 are hospitalized and 3,000 actually die. And some of these get these bacterial contaminations um, because it's very high with raw poultry, and that includes turkey. So let's look at a few tips to prepare your turkey properly to keep Thanksgiving healthy for all. Now, the two most common bacteria associated with turkeys is a Campylobacter and a Salmonella. And these bacteria can't grow until the temperature hits 41 degrees Fahrenheit. And then they're killed off when the thermometer reaches 165. So if you're taking that turkey out of the freezer, uh, you should have been put, taking it out a couple of days ago, putting it in the refrigerator and letting it thaw naturally in the refrigerator. And otherwise, you really, now it's probably too late unless it's a small turkey, you want to get a fresh turkey. A turkey that isn't cooked properly can lead to the growth of salmonella and other bacteria. And that causes someone who is infected to have fever, stomach cramps, even diarrhea for 8 to 72 hours. And that's according to the Mayo Clinic. Now, most healthy people can recover within a few days without specific treatment. But if you become dehydrated, you could really end up in the hospital. So how do you make sure your turkey's done? Insert a good digital thermometer into the medius part of the turkey and do it at least in four or five different spots. Stay away from the bone because that's going to give you a false reading. If you're getting at least 165 degrees on the thermometer in all places, that means your turkey is done and it's, and it's safe to eat. Now, another tip to avoid an undercooked turkey, again, is not to stuff it. Now, I know years ago when we were growing up, 
stuffing the turkey was like a really big deal to uh, do. And our stuffing was always delicious because, of course, we cook with a lot of garlic and wine and herbs and onions and all of that. But the problem is if you cook a turkey with stuffing in it, the turkey could get cooked, but the stuffing may not. And then what happens is that the bacteria in that stuffing could cause you to be sick. So you really have to be aware of that. And the final thing I want to give you about health in your turkey is do not rinse the outside of your uncooked turkey in the sink because when you rinse a chicken or a turkey or any kind of poultry, that harmful bacteria is embedded in the surface of the skin. And when you turn on the faucet, it hits the turkey and it actually activates the bacterial pathogens. They become airborne or they land all over your kitchen counter, on the faucet, etc. And you really don't kill all that bacteria. So you probably weren't even aware of that. But um, again, just be careful. You have to thaw your turkey in the refrigerator. Do not thaw it out on the um, on the counter. Otherwise, um, you, you know you're going to need to get a fresh turkey because a 16-pound turkey is going to take four days to thaw. So that's a little bit late for us. In any case, we want you to have a very safe Thanksgiving, and when you're out on the road, drive carefully. Unbeknownst to me, but again, according to the traffic statistics, Thanksgiving is the most dangerous holiday of the year. More people are killed in traffic accidents than any other day. So I am grateful for you. I want you to be around on our show for many more years to come. So please be safe and enjoy a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Now, when we come back from break, as promised, the award-winning author, Lee Ann Mancini, will be with us. She'll be talking about her journey to writing her various books and the newest award that she just won. So please don't go away. You are listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We are coming to you live. We're on the Voice America Network, and this is the Empowerment Channel, where we encourage and inspire you. We'll be right back. Stay with me. Star you are, the star you Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. 
Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, thank you so, so, so much for staying with me here on Star Style. I'll be the star on our lifestyle show to empower you to be your best self. I am Cynthia Bryan. We are coming to you live from the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. And as promised, I have a very, very special author on with us today who has won so many awards for her books that we can't even express them all. But you'll have to just go to her website and see all of these. Her name is Leanne Mancini, and she is an adjunct professor at South Florida Bible College and Theological Seminary. Uh, she has received her certificates of completion for um, from the Ravi School of Apologetics, and her multiple award-winning series, The Adventures of the Sea Kids, is encouraging kids to have a life, lifelong foundational warm relationship with Jesus. And she wanted to come on the show to express her gratitude for all the blessings that she has had. And all I can say is her books are offering blessings to all of us. Welcome, Leanne, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. I greatly appreciate it. Well, I'm really sorry I gave you such a long introduction but <laughs> before getting to you. But, uh, I'm, but it really is terrific to have you on because... Something different, uh, you are a Christian author, and what uh, you expressed, you were recently on our our teen show, Express Yourself Teen Radio, for the gratitude uh, segment, too. And what I think was so inspirational to me was the fact of how your journey began in writing these books and how you really felt pulled to write these books, guided would you give us your story? Because I find that is motivational and inspirational for people who are sitting out there, you know, thinking that they may have something to give to others, but they're not doing it. Oh, sure. Um, you know, this is an amazing story, I think, because I had no intention of ever doing this in my life. It wasn't anything that I, you know, aspired to do as a young adult or a child to be a writer. But I wrote these stories when my children were little. They're 20, my son's 25 and my daughter's 23. And I wrote them about 20 years ago when they were little. I could not find any stories that taught uh, children how to have good morals and how to love each other and be compassionate. And also at the same time uh, to see characters that actually prayed to Jesus and reached out to him during difficult situations. I found a lot of stories that talked about Jesus and Bible stories, but none that really interacted in the, with the characters, you know, 
kneeling down by their beds and praying to Jesus and asking him to help them through the struggles of whatever the issue may have been. And so I wrote these stories when my children were little, and I read, it to, read the stories to them. Um, tried to publish them through the mainstream publishing because back then there was no such thing as independent publish, uh, publishers. I was receiving rejection after rejection. I put the stories away. I thought, well, maybe this wasn't anything God wanted me to do. Fast forward uh, in my early 50-ish age, I went back and got my BA in Religious Studies, and then I got two Masters in Christian Theology. And after I finished that, and I started feeling like the Holy Spirit just motivated me constantly, feeling like I had to get these stories out. So, long story short, I got the manuscripts out, I read them, and I realized why they weren't accepted to begin with. They were written poorly, grammarly. So, fixed them up, um, and then I did, uh, and I'm illustrated, and then I sent them off to the local elementary school, Christian elementary schools, and I had the teachers read them to the class. That was such a great idea. Yeah, I asked the teachers, let me just tell me your opinion. Do you like it? What part do you like? Do you don't like it? Is this something you think I should invest in? And the teachers overwhelmingly loved the books. They were, you know, telling me you need to write more stories, more materials. So that was my, you know, my sign, I think, from, uh, from God above telling me this is something I should pursue. So now I'm into the... Um, Fifth book, uh, we have an Easter book coming out, and then another book, God's Creation, after that. The children love the stories. The parents love the stories. They teach how to have a strong foundation with Jesus at an early age and to have love and compassion uh, for different situations that kids go through, whether it be lying or bragging or, or being different and wanting to be accepted, first day of school, being shy, scared being afraid, um, all those things that children go through. And these books are geared for children um, really eight and under because the first five years of a child's life is when their their brain um, establishes all the uh, paths for not only language but also um, empathy and sympathy and caring and understanding. So just reaching out to them little ones, trying to build that strong foundation right away. Now, because you had made these for your children uh, and you decided, you know, and obviously you know that this is when kids are the most formative, had you, did you like, did you really feel guided just to immediately go to that age bracket? Did you ever think about writing things for young adults? And what about, you're such a great writer. What about uh, writing for adults who might be on the fence? Well, you know, because I have only so much time. Right, I, that's the I problem, right? Yeah. Um, on our website, we have a brand new website, and also our we're doing a great fifty percent off. If you go to our website and uh, at glmpublishing.net, which stands for God Loves Me Publishing.net, and you put in See Kids twenty sixteen, you get fifty percent off every all of our products. And I, oh, let's repeat that again. Also, let's repeat that because that is a, that's a great discount. So for listeners and, you know, it's the holidays. These would make incredible gifts for the children in 
your life and they're 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 fun books we're going to talk about some of the stories in them uh, in a bit but they're really fun books the illustrations are beautiful so leanne has a special thing right now 50 percent off to go to the website so go ahead and repeat it leanne yes it's glmpublishing.net and that stands for god loves me publishing and if you type in c kids 2016, it says it right on top of the website, you get 50% off. I really want to get, this is a mission. Our mission is to get children close to Christ very early in their age so that they say, I love my mommy, my daddy, and I love Jesus. And then we want to raise money for Christian children's charities. Um, so this, this, is, this is a mission that I feel the Lord has placed upon my heart. I, I, did, put a, uh, I did put together a 30 a one-day devotional that we'll be giving away on the um, the website for people who buy bundle packages. They get this. They can um, download the 30-day devotional, which is a little bit for older children with some questions for younger children. And then I, I do have some ideas. Um, I'm, there's something I always wanted to write about called Common Sense is Not Common Anymore. And I wanted to touch, that's for adults. So you asked me about that. I'm, that's in the back burning, but I keep just collecting ideas and, you know, someday maybe I'll come out with that. You know, I, 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 when you mentioned that, I really like that because my dad used to always say something similar, like, similar to that, um, is that not many people, you know, people might be educated, but they don't have any common sense anymore. <laughs> and I they, kind of think yeah. that very often that is the case. And that's rather sad, isn't it? It really is. And, you know, God's word is, is that he, there's answers to everything. Um, even common sense answers in the Bible, you know, about treating people with respect and kindness. And there's a way to make the world a better place. And it is common sense, but we really have lost not only the common common sense, but all common sense, it seems to me. Leanne, I'd really like to um, talk about your different books because they are so colorful. And I I think that we should start, if it's okay with you, with um, how about we start with What a Bragger, which is uh, a Mom's Choice Award winning book. And it's, you know, bright pink. It has the puffer fish on it. So what was the story behind that? I love backstories. How did, how did this evolve? Yes, um, that was the story because that's a personal story, actually, from when I was younger. I was quite poor, and I went to school, and I would brag a lot. And the reason I bragged was because I wanted to fit in with the rest of the kids who had so much more than I had. And that was my way of trying to fit in with the kids. And I always remembered that as a child, and I thought, I know that there's other children like that. So I decided to write Melissa. She goes to school, and she's bragging that she can uh, swim the fastest, and she can blow the biggest air bubble, and she's um, a blowfish uh, character, and she's adorable with the glasses. And, and the kids, and she says she has the best lunchbox, you know, with them. Um, um, the, this this uh, local celebrity, and the kids all realize that she really doesn't have that, and they find out she's quite poor. So instead of the children making fun of her or, you know, saying you shouldn't behave that way, um, they the children's teacher says, 
her birthday's coming up. Let's have a birthday party for her. So they have a birthday party for her, and all the kids chip in their uh, treasure coins. That's their allowances because everything's under the sea. And they buy her a really nice arts and craft uh, box uh, that she can make. She makes homemade thank you cards and passes it out to her to her friends. And she tells, and tears in her eyes, she's just so happy. She says, I just thank you. Um, having things is not important. Having friends is what's most important. And it's just, the, you know, the books, also the books are large. We made them large so that they really, and there's no white on any page so that the kids can really, you know, look into the, the eyes of the, of the, um, the characters and feel their emotions. Dan Sharp is amazing in his illustrations. His expressions are, are just phenomenal. He's, he used to work for Disney and Warner Brothers and American yeah. Reading Cards. So he's really, really talented. Tell us and how you met Dan, because that's another, you know, all of these, it's like you were guided towards all the best people. It's amazing. I uh, was not, I did not know Dan. I did not know my editor, Sharon, Sharon Lamson in Michigan, and Dan Sharps from Michigan. I did not know either of those people. Um, and the people, HCI, who does the printing in, in Del, uh, Deerfield Beach, Florida, what ha- all these people ended up being really strong Christians. I found that out after I contacted them. I saw Dan's illustrations through an agent who wanted to um, represent me, and he that's her agent also. So when I saw what he was doing, I said, hey, this, is, this is phenomenal. And it wasn't until... I think the second book that he illustrated that I found out that he was a really strong, strong Christian. Um, it's just, you can see God's hand in all this, his time. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what I mean about the story, you know, the backstory to your journey. Because now, did you end up signing with an agent or you just are, you are actually, you're the publisher as well, right? Yes. Um, my that was a smart thing so to do. Yeah, my husband's so gracious to, you know, be my partner in this, and um, we are the publisher also. This way we retain not only the quality and the control of the book, but also um, we'll have to to be able to retain more funds to be able to donate uh, to Christian Children's Charities. When you're a publisher, they take like 70% right off the top. Right, right. And an agent will take 15 to 20 percent, you know, and so every time it's like the pot gets really small and it's actually, I'm just, I think it's so great now that independent publishing has become really popular. Did you, by any chance, are you a member of the Independent Publishing Association? Yes, I'm a a member of the Independent Publishers Association. I'm also a member of FAPA, which is Florida Authors. And Publishers Association in Florida, it's a wonderful organization. They really have some great programs. They help uh, writers and publishers. Um, I'm also part of OSA, which is um, Advanced Writers and Speakers Association. So I'm really connected into a lot of these writing groups. Um, we really support each other. Uh, they help each other learn things that maybe you don't know. I'm I'm really loving this new life. It's really a new life that started in my it's a, It is. It's a totally new career. I mean, because you're still teaching and you're still working in that capacity. But the fact that you are on this different journey, and I, I think that that's the beauty of it, is that 
we never know where our life is going to take us. So I have always said to people, you know, jamais dit jamais, never say never. And go ahead and dream big because just because you're in one career doesn't mean that something else isn't going to pop up. And it's just very obvious from your books that the stories are coming from your life, but the way that it's presented, it's definitely divinely inspired. I mean, you're doing what you are supposed to be doing. And that to me, uh, I, I just, you know, I have gratitude for that. I think that is amazing. Have you entered your books in the Benjamin Franklin Awards yet? Yes, I won a silver for oh, Fast Freddy. <laughs> for Fast Freddy. Congratulations. Because mm-hmm. I love Thank IBPA. You. I think that that, I think it's an amazing organization. It, and it is. Again, it's it is. It's an amazing organization. We've won 20 awards. I think we've won, um, let's see, 18 awards and, and I believe three uh, finalists. And one award, um, it was an international award. I can't think of the top of my head, but what's cute is I actually lost to the Pope. Oh, um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Pope, yeah, Pope oh, I remember Francis the Pope's wrote, book. Are you kidding? Oh, my gosh. No, Pope Francis wrote a book. And I believe it's titled something about um, Pope Francis answers the children's letters. Yes. And I that won in the category, and I was the runner up behind him. <laughs> uh, don't you? Isn't that uh, fabulous? I mean, don't you just love that? I love it. Yeah, that it's, is really it's so that's cute. a very good that's a very good story. I would like to be a runner up to Pope Francis. He's a he's a pretty cool pope, I think. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just amazing. And, you know, you were saying about life experiences. The last book that we just finished for Christmas, for the holiday, God's Gift. Yes, I want to talk about that. Go ahead. Yeah, this was a true story. My children attended a Christian school, and we live in Boca Raton, Florida. And a lot of Jewish children also attended this Christian school, St. Andrews. Wonderful school. Love the school. But I remember the kids, they would be arguing I get more presents at Christmas, and and the other child would say, no, I get more presents at Hanukkah. I have seven days of gifts. And so I thought, you know, this is a great learning lesson for children to learn about each other's faith and to understand that it's not about the presents that you get at Christmas. It's not about the gifts in Hanukkah. It's about the gift that God gives to his children. He gave the most important gift, the Messiah, to the Christians, and for the for the uh, Jewish children, they they did a rededication of the, the temple, and he gave the miracle of light that was only supposed to last. Oil was only supposed to last one night, and it lasted for the eight days. And so, in the book, the two characters they argue about who gets the most presents, and then they find they go to each other's house and they see uh, what each other celebrate. And they learn to love each other for their differences, which we need more of in the world. Yeah, well, you know, this one, I have to say, um, A God's Gift is one of my favorites because I think that you hit on a topic that um, that is circulating in all the schools because I remember my kids the exact same thing of having friends that we, it was like, wait a minute, Hanukkah, Christmas, you know, oh, let's have a Hanukkah bush. (laughs) But but something else is your characters here are all these beautiful water characters, which 
I have always felt that water is life, you know, so they're sea, they're sea creatures. Is it because you live by the sea? What was the, what, what inspired you with this? Well, uh, young children so, love o- the ocean. Ocean, And they yeah. love all the sea creatures, and, it, and it's, it allows you to have a beautiful palette of colors to, to put on the pages. But one of the main reasons is uh, one of the main reasons is because I didn't want to um, associate any religion or any ethnicity. Oh God, I can't even talk today. Ethnic, ethnic ethnicity. Group. No Thank problem. You. Everybody knows what you're saying. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a long day preparing tomorrow for Thanksgiving. I did. I didn't want to associate any of that with any problem. I didn't want them to see. Oh. This, this child that someone's making fun of, well, they're black, or this child, you know, um, Mexican or white or poor. I wanted it to, just to be, you know, I didn't want to label anybody. And I thought that was so important. So that's why we went with characters, fish characters, and bold colored fish characters to, you know, capture the child's imagination. When they look into the books and they see these colors, they just kind of leap out at you. They're just beautiful illustrations they're beautiful and, and hit- uh, uh, talking about the colors because as we know people do judge a book by its cover and the cover you know you when you pick up a book it has to stand out from other books i af- i absolutely feel that every one of your books are just standouts i mean the colors are really rich they're very um uh, imbued with you know character and fun, and they they feel lively. Like wow, I want to, I really want to read this because the they like the eyes of all the animals. Well, I guess the sea creatures you would call them. They all bug out, and they're they're just great. Did you have to work with um, Dan closely on that, or did he just come up with it once he read your words? What how did it work? Well, when I talked to him, and the first thing he said these. These are pretty large. They're pretty large books. They're not your standard size book. They're large books. Yeah, but I think and that's what makes them nice because the kids can hold them. You know, I like yes. the fact they're large. And I said, Dan, all I ask is that there be no white background. I want the pages full of color. And I had seen his illustrations. So I didn't guide him at all. I'm not one to guide. He did everything on his own. I may have suggested a few characters for, like, A Servant Like Jesus, that book. I wanted Charlie to be a crab. And Charlie ends up having only six legs. And right. he's very shy. And, we, and the, the parents and the children can read in, into the story. Maybe one of the reasons he's shy is because he only has six legs and he hides behind the sink on his first day at school. But then when he becomes a teacher's helper, when she asks, him to help her, he comes, he says, yes, I can go very fast because my legs allow me to go forward and sideways and my eyes can see all around my head. So what seems, you could read into these, these characters have uh, various physical problems or um, emotional problems or social problems. And Dan does a great job with his expressions. And I, I didn't, all I said was no color on the pages, no white on the pages. (laughs) It's just, I think having, I think just having that with, uh, with no white on the page, it just added so much. 
because it just really, again, it really made you look at the characters and the white would have, you know, drawn your eye to the other side. So it really, that, that was perfect. That was really perfect. So, so now that it's Thanksgiving and I know you're grateful for everything, but what's oh, your Thanksgiving yeah. going to be like? What's this Thanksgiving going to be like? Um, it's going to be kind of a sad Thanksgiving. My mother-in-law passed away in October. And oh, I'm so she was my mother to me. My mother passed away many years ago. And so it's going to be sad not having her and not knowing, you know, knowing she's not here. Mm-hmm. But my father-in-law's here. He's come to Florida to stay with us. And so we're just so grateful to have him. And we're going to just rejoice in the life that she lived and be thankful for the moment she was here and give thanks to the, the times that we have now and our family that we have now. Family's everything. It, you have to really just love your children, love your parents. You never know how long they have. Well, so and this, you know, this, I think you just hit it is that we have to be grateful for every breath we take. And all of us are living on borrowed time. We've all... You know, when we're called, we are called, and we're we're called home, and that we don't know when it's going to be, and it could be at any moment for anything. So we just have to relish the experiences that we have with our family and friends, and let them know how much we love them and how grateful we are. And I am just so grateful, Leanne, that you have come on the show to talk about your books. Again, we want to have people go to your website. And again, we can tell them that there is the there are the fifty percent off right now, which is just a really great um, discount. And you know, when you go to leannmancini.com, that's you can they can go there as well, right? Yes, they can go there and click from our site from there too. Yes, because Absolutely. that way you can read more about uh, a Leanne uh, Leanne Mancini, and that's L E E. A-N-N-M-A-N-C-I-N-I dot com. And again, the other is the GLM Publishing. So her books, Fast Freddy, A Servant Like Jesus, I'm Not Afraid, God's Gift, and What a Bragger. Every single book is just offers something new and fresh. And before we go, I know these stories just sprung from, I don't know, from your heart, from your experiences. But when you're writing a new book, Leanne, do you have any difficulty in coming up with what story you're going to tell? Or does well, it just the first come? Thing, yeah, the first thing I do is, you know, I pray for you God. You pray God. on it. I want it. Yeah, I want it to be all of him, not me. Right. This right. is his mission. For example, our our Easter, uh, it's going to be called God's Easter Miracles. And the storyline, I just, like I said, I prayed and I, and I start to write. And it just kind of flows. And this is just a unique Easter story that's never been told. Um, and it's set in a um, Sunday school setting. And it has to deal with a child who has autism. Autism. It talks about um, one of the manatees gets hit by a boat propeller, and he needs a miracle. And one of the children accepts Jesus for the first time. And all these characters are just woven together to, to really come out with like three miracles at Easter time. And it's just, I, mean, I think this is becoming my favorite book so far, this oh. Easter miracle book. But I just kind of write, and I let... 
I just write and let the Holy Spirit just guide me, and the ideas come in. So I'm so thankful. Well, I think what's interesting when you become a writer, every book that you write is like having another child. <laughs> and you, Absolutely. You, you know, and you really love all your books, and it's hard to know which one could possibly be your favorite because at the time that you wrote it or thought about it, you know, you really did find it to be, a, uh, you know, I mean, they are your favorite. They're all your favorites. They're all your favorites. Well, and Leanne, it's, it's just a my pleasure. My illustrator always says, oh, this is the best one. Or my editor says, oh, this is the best one. Every time we get one done. <laughs> Isn't that the best, though? I mean, when you think yeah. about it, that really is so much fun that that everybody is saying, oh, this is the best yet. But it's like, it's sort of like anything in life, you know, uh, you have a really good time and you say, oh, that was the best day ever, or that was the most delicious meal ever. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. what's really fun is that you are continuing the best ever. So Lee Ann Mancini, the best ever Christian writer here, you have to pick up her, these books. Um, they would make just excellent Christmas, Hanukkah, Thanksgiving, Easter, you know, birthday, any gift, just because. And again, go to her website or the God Loves Me, the GLM website. So I, it's easier for me to remember um, LeanneMancini.com. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> because it, I always go to the authors to see what's happening with them. So do you want to just give a final, anything final for our, um, for our listeners? Yes, I, w- I want to wish them all a happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for all the people who support us. Again, I think it's paramount that, ch- that parents get these type of books into their children's hands at a very, very young age to build that strong foundation. Because if you build a strong foundation, when they get older, they don't walk away and the world will pollute them. So we have to get them, you know, when they're very young and, and just solidify their faith in, in Jesus and in God and about being really? kind and loving to others. Yes, that's a really a great, um, really a great t- uh, tip. Well, thank you, Leanne, for coming on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I wish you and your family a very healthy, happy, blessed Thanksgiving. And I'm grateful that you wrote these books because I really do feel that they are making a difference for young people everywhere and for the adults who read to them. So. Thank you again for for um, for writing these and best of success in all your future endeavors. I have no doubt that there are another two dozen awards coming your way. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It was such an honor and a pleasure to be on your show. You're so kind, and I wish you also a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Thank you. Well, that was Leanne Mancini, and again, pick up her books, What a Bragger, God's Gift, Fast Freddy, A Servant Like Jesus, and of course, I'm Not Afraid, so don't be afraid. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have a little bit more of our show, our gratitude and Thanksgiving show to go, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Be the star you are, the star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. 
help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out Well, this is the party, as always. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. And we are really delighted today that uh, we are having our gratitude and our Thanksgiving uh, relationship time. So we're going to talk about growing some gratitude. You know that I am such a major gardener and gratitude in the garden. You know, um, Harriet Beecher Stowe said, this is gratitude is the fairest blossom, which springs from the soul. So are you grateful for the simple things in life? It really is the perfect time of year to reflect upon your blessings and your gifts. And I am, as I said earlier, I am just so thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for my readers of Digging Deep and Gardening with Cynthia and people who are reading my books. I really appreciate it because your interest, your questions, they're always appreciated. And uh, I also appreciate those who have hired me as a coach or as a garden designer or whatever, you know, the different things that you need. So every day I am very grateful to be a gardener and to witness the beauty, the bounty, and the endless diversity that Mother Nature has. Our landscapes are ever-changing, and what's here today may not be here tomorrow nor the next year. So seeing the cows grazing in the hills, breathing our clean air, enjoying the peace and safety and serenity that only comes from living in this rural environment, it just makes my heart sing with gratitude. But no matter where you live, no matter where you are, it's just so important to go out into nature and to really give thanks for the green grass and the rolling hills and the clouds and the sky and the fresh air that we breathe. And it's really important just to have that that feeling of gratitude because it is it is a conundrum, but it is the more you're grateful for, the more you will have to be grateful. Now, my persimmon trees are bursting with an orange tangy fruit. They're ready for our holiday plants. Fall is still showing up its brilliant robes of reds and yellows and golds. There is a nip in the air. It reminds us that winter is just a little less than a month away. Pumpkins and gourds are still a seasonal favorite. And I want to tell you about them because they they are native to North America. And pumpkins are a vegetable. So that's probably why pumpkins and pumpkin pie are for Thanksgiving. But they are not a fruit. So 
They're in the genus Cucubita, uh, C-U-C-U-B-I-T-A. And the species is either a people or a maxima. But there's a type of winter squash, and the really weird, ugly ones are the most delicious. The blue-green pumpkins that you are growing or that you purchase, they actually come from New Zealand. Uh, you can cook them because their golden yellow flesh is really sweet, and it has a real mild aromatic flavor. Now, you might have seen those really warty, ugly pumpkins um, and gourds that were around at Thanksgiving and that are still in the markets now. Don't be repelled. Those ugly growths are actually sugar secretions. And the more warty the pumpkin, the smoother, the creamier, and the sweeter the flesh inside. You can make a pumpkin puree uh, for dinner, or you could make your scrumptious pumpkin pie for tomorrow. You will be hooked when you eat those. They are really, really great. So we are going to be bidding farewell to fall within a few weeks. And we want to just keep gratitude in our hearts as we look for the fertile joys that sprout with simplicity. You know, believe that something is going to happen that's going to be wonderful. And you know what? Something will be wonderful. So again, I wish you a very, very happy, healthy Thanksgiving. And thank you, thank you for being my uh, my special gang, you know, I'm here to be your guide on the side, and I really am humbled by that honor. And just remember, when it comes to gardening, there's no such thing as a brown thumb, just one that hasn't turned green yet. So happy gardening, happy growing, and happy Thanksgiving, and happy Turkey Day if you do eat turkey. I really appreciate you listening to us every week. We are here on our lifestyle, our inspiring life-changing lifestyle show every Wednesday live from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. For more information about Star Style Productions, to book a consultation, or, you know, just to get more information, you can visit CynthiaBryan.com. To make a donation, and remember, it is Giving Week for charities now. Their uh, giving assistant is doubling the donations. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Be the star you are.org and make your tax deductible contribution now. Remember, it's almost the end of the year. My am, aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. I want you to see beyond your physical being and know you're already a star and just be the best that you possibly can be. Also, read a book this week because a book is like a garden in your pocket. And pick up books for children and read to them. And I really want to recommend Leanne Mancini's books. Again, What a Bragger, Fast Freddy, God's Gift, A Servant Like Jesus, and I'm Not Afraid. I think that no matter what your belief system is, you'll get some really good moral guidance and some entertainment and some beauty for your children. And until we celebrate again next Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m., imagine your dreams as if they already exist, speak as if they already exist, and act as if they already exist. And remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, but smiles will keep you happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, encouraging you to be the star you are. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Make a difference and be here with us next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. live on Star Style. Be the star you are on the Empowerment Channel of Voice America. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Be the star.
It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.